it's unfortunate that um, people are, mis- um, uh, are interpreting the public protector stance on this issue the way it is. One must understand the, is- the decision by the public protector not to oppose was about one remedial action, which was relating to the South African Reserve Bank. So it is in the manner in which it was crafted. So the remedial, the report still stands as it is. Mm. But 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 even so, in uh, in that particular instance, did she not seek a legal counsel before making her determination? Uh, public protector, when she works, uh, she works with a team of people, and she has she had, and there is nothing wrong. This this issue here is based on technicality, and as you would have seen, that the the, the Reserve Bank, in terms of opposing um, the the public protector's report, is not opposing the details of the public protector's report, and that is why the public protector had to then say she had to concede after deliberations with counsel to say, well, on the issue and the expert that the Reserve Bank is dealing with, which seems to come about as if she is encroaching on the independence of the Reserve Bank, she then had to concede. But basically, to say that the, 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 the mandate of the Reserve Bank is a bit narrow, that is still, that's still the view and that still stands. Well, well then it should have been uh, coached as, as such because then... You say then what you want to say in terms of perhaps you should have discussion, uh, discussing and perhaps even reviewing the role of the Reserve Bank. You don't go and say that Parliament should actually be um, uh, uh, instructed to actually review as such because it was all of a 10-second discussion for the rest of South Africa uh, coming to the conclusion that in that instance the public protector had overstepped her boundaries. Hence, I'm saying it is hence we, the public protector, after deliberations with counsel, she said it is unfortunate that the manner in which the report came out in the end, people misinterpreted like that or in the manner in which it was crafted. However, what she actually meant was that Parliament should be embarking on a process that will result in the amendment of, of Section 224 of the Constitution. So who should take responsibility for how it was interpreted, uh, resulting from, of course, how it was laid out? And given, of course, that we did see uh, the negative impact on the currency as well after that announcement, who should take responsibility for that? When you, well, what do you mean we should take responsibility? The remedial action still stands, and that's why the public protector in the end here to say, I am conceding that the manner in which this was crafted, therefore, there is nothing sinister in the way in, in which I was applying my mind or I've dealt with the issue, and in taking responsibility, she concedes. Okay, so if she concedes that, what does that do for the public's confidence in the office of the public protector? There is no reason that the public should not have confidence in the in the public protector. The public protector to date has issued more than uh, 10 reports. I think to date it has been 19. And the only report which has been an issue which has got me and you talking today is only the one about the Reserve Bank. So the public should always and uh, be trusting in the public protector and she will continue to, con- to, to discharge her duties within the constitutional mandate as guided by the Constitution of the Republic. Any lessons learned from this? 
The lessons learned from this, obviously, uh, we have learned lessons that um, when issues are urgent, maybe there's a certain ways that we we should, as a team, could have gone about so that we ensure that the public confidence um, does not, the public does not lose confidence in the public protector, and we will be exercising those lessons. And uh, as I say, the report still stands up until the court has to deal with it, but the public should have trust in the public protector that she will execute. Her, her constitutional responsibilities. So if the report still stands, so nothing will be retracted, nothing's going to be changed, altered, nothing in that report? No. Remember the issue here, it was only relating to Parliament and to the Reserve Bank. And that is why I earlier said to you, in terms of the interpretation, because these are two independent institutions, as you understand that it is the judiciary, this Parliament, and and the independence of the Reserve Bank. So the remedial action was in no way encroaching in any of those spaces. But the issue that the public protector was dealing with was saying the narrowness of the Reserve Bank, whereby it only protects currency, it should also look at the men on the street and the ordinary South Africans and the ordinary public. So the, the, the report is implementable as it stands. Well, I guess we're going to leave it there for now because clearly there's more discussion to be had here from what Cleo is saying. Um, The problem here and why Parliament uh, joined the SOE uh, uh, Reserve Bank in its review application was because of uh, the recommendations that are deemed to be overstepping her bounds as the public protector. And Cleo says they're not going back on that. So at least that's my understanding of what she is saying. And if that is the case, then I'm not even sure what it is exactly that we are talking about at this point. So maybe we need to continue this conversation at a later stage.